Teachers of Reddit, what is the most depressing thing your kids have said? I had a student that frequently lingered in my classroom after school. She often looked ill and was always very weird. One day she opened up to me and said that her mother and her live-in boyfriend shot up heroin every night. I told my principal after she spoke to me, and she informed that CPS was already involved. A few days later, the same girl told me that her mom and boyfriend would shoot her up with heroin and tell her that she couldn't tell anyone they were still doing it because she would get in trouble for doing it too. She asked me to keep it a secret, which I obviously couldn't, because she was worried she'd get arrested for drug use. She no longer lives at home, thankfully. One of my students, who was always in a good mood, came into the class looking very down. She was not acting her usual self. I had to get on to her several times for being on her phone, again, very unlike her. She asked if she could speak to me in the hallway. Kid, I'm sorry for being in such a bad mood today. Can I tell you why? Me, of course. Kid proceeds to take her cardigan off. She had a tank top on underneath and showed me welts that she had gotten the night before from her mother beating her with an electric cord. She said, my mother beat me for no reason last night and I don't know what to do. Sadly, it was not the first time I had to report. I teach pretty much exclusively college freshmen, and by that point, they all have that fatalistic sense of humor anyway, but it gets real sad when they get to the end of their rope. Nothing specific that I can remember, but a lot of, why did I think I could make it in college? I'm too stupid for this, I should drop out, and they actually mean it, stuff like that. Monday, however, a student asked to talk to me before class and said, I know this paper is important and all, and I don't want you to hate me, but I couldn't get my paper done. And I'm used to this sort of thing. I mean, it's just natural. But then he takes a deep breath and blurts out, My dad called me last night and told me he was leaving my mom and moving away, so he's leaving me too, and I just couldn't deal with it. I'm really sorry if you're mad at me. It just hits me hard when they have to deal with more than they should, and on top of that, they think I've formed a personal opinion of them, and that I'm going to think badly of them based on something like this. I ran holiday science workshops filled with brainy kids, as you'd expect. There was an 11-year-old girl who was brilliant at everything. The content was clearly beneath her. Very quiet, respectful, well-liked by the other kids. Her parents were moving soon because she received scholarships to a prestigious school. Whenever her dad came to pick her up, he was obviously proud, telling me about all her achievements, how she was in advanced classes, just won all these sports awards too, etc. Showed videos and photos of her winning all these soccer games. They enrolled her younger brother in similar sessions. He gave it a go in the first few, but really struggled, always the last to finish, and felt his work didn't look as good as the others. Looked embarrassed to ask for help. He screamed at his sister when she tried to fix his circuit. Eventually, he just began acting out, putting off the work, challenging me to get a laugh out of the other kids, messing around. After a disastrous month, he stopped trying altogether. He just came in one afternoon and sat there, not doing anything. I tried to engage him in the activity and said if he didn't like what the other kids are doing, we could pick anything else he wanted to do. He said something like, what's the point? My parents will never love me as much as they love my sister. I had a lot, but one morning two students came in early to my room and asked if they could use my student computer. I said sure, I figured that they just needed to finish a project and knew I always got to school early. Nope. Turns out their best friend was murdered two days before because he wouldn't give his money he earned to someone trying to rob him. His family needed the money to not be homeless, so he died trying to look out for his family, and for like $80 or something. My students were creating flyers and a GoFundMe so they could try and help the parents not be homeless and to afford a funeral. To make matters worse, the kid was murdered on a Saturday. He was left to bleed out and die to be found the next morning. The effing murderer came to my school on Monday as if nothing had happened. 
cops pulled him out of the class in the middle of the day once they had figured out it was him. Miss Bidey, do you know how to get local electric company to turn your power back on? I get paid today, but they pay me on a card, so do I get out cash and get a money order, and where do I take it to? Kid was 16. But Kid got their power turned back on that day all by themselves. I didn't do spitter biscuits, but teach them how to talk to people in call centers and make the introduction to the CSR. And then later, their power bill got reduced because the school social worker has programs for that sort of thing. The local power company sent them some energy-saving free stuff, including some light bulbs. Kids and their siblings had been short some lights at home for a while. And we got their water and sewer discounted as well. School social worker's a pal. Their surviving parent was trying, it's just hard with a parent of their own who isn't well, that many kids, and two fast food jobs. Kid is in college now, damn near full ride. Commutes from home to save money, puts their housing stipends towards the family rent, utilities, and gas for their own old Toyota. Their parent looks like they just took their first breath in ten years. I'm proud of all my students, but especially that one. My mother was a teacher for nearly 30 years. She spent the last 10 years at a middle school that was pretty hard up in the Tulsa public school system. She had a very good student who came to school every day in the same clothing. We can call him Jay. His clothing was always washed, but even so, around halfway through the year, his clothing was becoming tattered and stained. The other students began to notice and make comments. The school tried to give him clothing, but he refused. He would not accept a handout. A few teachers came up with a plan for the school to put on a contest where the winner was given some new, very nice school clothing. This contest was set up for Jay to win. This way, he could have new clothing and not feel as though he was given anything. Jay won the contest. He accepted the new clothing gladly. The next day, he was still wearing his old clothes. My mom asked him why he was not wearing the new clothing. Those are my trophies. I have them hanging on my wall. Rips my heart right out of my chest. Can you be my mom? 15 years old, totally serious. This is my real family. Different students referring to the teacher and friends at school. I don't deserve this. Teen when given a sweater on a very cold day. I hear a lot of this stuff. I wish there was so much more I could do. A couple in the running. My boyfriend was shot in front of me and died in my arms. The ambulance we called never arrived. Mom went to go stay with my older sister three states away for a while. She told me I'm in charge of his twin 15-year-old brother and we need to make sure we stay at specific shelter. She never came back. A visibly sick student in class. Mom said she's working and I tried to call my dad. He hung up on me. He doesn't care about me anyways. On the first day of school and the first day of my career, how was your morning? Dude took two to the chest on his front porch on my way to school. Don't worry though, I didn't see his face. What are we doing today? A six-year-old preschool kid took my hand and wanted to show me something he had drawn. The drawing was in dark colors and sort of angry looking. He explained that he had drawn his heart, which was broken and hurting very bad. He said it wasn't any fun when his heart hurt like that. He was often being excluded from the group by his classmates, sometimes even bullied. He didn't have the social skills to communicate well with his friends, which led to him being very misunderstood, even though he always meant well. Had a kid read a story about a dog being cloned, but she latched on to the part where the dog died and started bawling. I took her out for a walk to calm down and asked if she had any pets. She used to have a dog, but it chewed a shoe, so her parents gave it away. She used to have a cat, but it scratched dad, so they gave it away. They had a lizard, but parents forgot to feed it and it died. On and on and on, this string of horrible pet owner stories. I really regretted opening that can of worms, but it did take her mind off the story and she stopped crying. I've only been teaching for around nine months, but one sticks out. 
I do a lot of one-to-one -one work with a reception-aged child, four to five, who has quite severe ADHD and needs constant supervision. I get to take him outside and do gross motor work with him, and I've really took a shine to him. Broke my heart a couple of weeks ago when he was stopped by the deputy head and told off for running down the corridor. He burst into tears, which is completely unlike him, and said, I just can't get the naughty out of my brain. High school teacher for a school for at-risk youth, so I get a lot of depressing crap. I really bonded with one student about comic books and even let him borrow my first edition Umbrella Academy comics. He was homeless and living at a friend's house on a yoga mat on the floor for the better part of a year. He asked me to adopt him. Wish I could, buddy. Wish I could. My students are the reason I want to become a foster parent, though. It's depressing, but my teacher said it to me. Why don't you have any friends? Do you want me to talk to the other kids to add you to their group? Proceeds to tell a group of children to add me to their group and being rather loud. Other kids. Hmm. Nothing changed. I never changed until the end of school and rarely had someone to even sit with me in class. This was one of the reasons why I had such low attendance in school. Already made a comment, but I've been thinking about this thread because this is my life every day. Other moments in my career that have touched me. Student of mine drops out to get a job happens quite a bit because of the economy where we live. Student in question is couch hopping and trying to support himself and can no longer afford to not work, so I don't see him for six months. On his 19th birthday, he had the day off, and you know what he did? He came to school to visit me because he knew I would be happy to see him and he would get at least one happy birthday from someone who cares about him. Anytime a student says anything like, you're the only one who cares about me, you're the reason I come to school, you're the reason I graduated, etc., kills me every time. Anyone can graduate high school, but they lack the confidence in themselves to see it. I try so hard every day to let them know they can do it, but they go home and get the opposite from their parents. Some days, I might be the only positive interaction a student has. I always say good morning when they come in and goodbye when they leave so they know they're being noticed. I try to always use their names when greeting them so they know it's specifically for them. I try to remember important dates for them, birthdays, court dates, if they're going to their driver's test that day and congratulate them personally or ask how it went. I want them to know they're seen and someone cares. I had a student write his will in his notebook. I was walking around at the start of class checking to make sure the students were starting their bell work, responding to a prompt, and I didn't believe what I saw at first. I immediately talked to him outside and sent him to the counselor, but it was one of the most depressing yet jarring things I've seen. He was 12 years old when this happened. Thankfully, he is still alive and well. Not a teacher, but one of my close friends. I've known her since the start of high school. She never realized her home life was as bad as it was. She spoke about her mom neglecting her while the 14 foster cats they could barely afford to feed were spoiled rotten, and how eating the same thing every night, her only meal for the day, started to make her nauseous. The real kicker is that her mother got cancer, and as soon as she died, she said, I'm so glad she's dead. I wish she'd died sooner, or something along those lines. She was 16 when her mother died, and she's 18 now. She's never going to leave those horrible scars, and the things she tells me about are horrifying. She lives with her dad now and has a proper home, regular good meals, etc. I have no idea how her dad didn't get custody when she was a child. He's an amazing dad to her and would probably do anything to help her more. I have a student with severe ADHD. He's always talking and interrupting in class, but doesn't seem to be able to stop. He'll also get up and bother other students, etc. His parents have refused to try any way to help him. All of the other kids hate me, don't they? 
It breaks my heart that it's true. Oh, this kid is also eight. My student told us that her mom was taken by ambulance to the hospital the night before after she stopped breathing. The other kids pressed her on what happened and she just shrugged and said her mom would be okay. Two days later, I got the word that her mom was brain dead. Her daughter had no idea. That Friday afternoon, I let the kids have an extra recess and watched my student play and laugh with all the other kids in the sun, knowing that she might not be happy like that again for a long time. Note to the teacher. When I was about 15 and going through some rough stuff at home, I wrote that I wanted to die in the back of my maths book one lesson. I didn't expect anyone to find it, but my teacher, who was brand new to the profession, did. Although I was a moody, angsty teenager, he took the time to schedule a counselor's appointment on my behalf and sent me to the office in the block of my next maths class. I was so angry at him for sending me there and assumed it was because he hated me and wanted me out of the class. Looking back, I am eternally grateful. I got the help I needed, got support for my family issues and schooling issues, and came out of high school a happy kid. If you see something, anything at all, please report it. I can't tell you how different things could have been if I'd kept quiet. We may be moody, grumpy, and ungrateful teenagers, but deep down we are still just kids who might not want to open up unprompted. Not a teacher, but a student. We had a teacher, Mr. B, who had cancer while we were in school. He took a break from teaching, and a few months later, a kid in my class, who had a history of just pure violent outbursts, said to a maths teacher, Mrs. S, that she wished Mrs. S had cancer, not Mr. B. Mrs. S broke down into tears, obviously. Have to admit, I had no idea what to say, and the kid got the royal crap beaten out of him by other students for it. I can think of so many, however, the worst was a student who didn't plan to be around for the holidays. He decided to end his life when school broke up, which at the time was the end of the week. He started making goodbye-type comments, and when I realized what may be happening, I spoke with him. Not a new experience for me. He told me what he had planned and that I didn't need to worry. No one would miss him. I already knew a lot about his life, and this was the point in my life that I knew I was sitting with the loneliest person on the planet. Long story short, he is still well and good to this day, and still in contact with me after a number of years. I taught students with intellectual disabilities. Some people use the term mentally challenged. I can't remember what we were doing, but I had a student who had a hard time stringing complete sentences together look at me and say, I don't want to be retarded. I want a smart brain like you. It was heartbreaking. Most of them knew they had disabilities and understood just enough to feel inferior. I was speechless, but if it happened again, I'd remind this child of his remarkable gift of humor and bringing joy to others. Please leave your story in the comments. I would love to make a video on them in the future. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe.